And we are back for episode 27 of the Bayou Dragons podcast. Per usual, me and Mitch McCall sitting here. And we uh, are accompanied by reoccurring guest Casey Hedges and a new what's up friend and acquaintance today, Jeffrey Loomis. Thanks for having me. Hell yeah. Dude, your voice sounds good <laughs> in that voice. Like It does. In the mic. I'm thinking the same thing. I'm like, who does he sound like? Oh, I don't know. It's deep. Yeah. He's like, got a radio voice for sure. Hell yeah. yeah. Like www.97.9thebox. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so Casey had hollered at me a while back and uh, wanted to uh, sit down and talk about what he's had up. Since uh, our last podcast, you know, we had talked a little bit about, uh, did we even mention crawfish? Not at all. Okay. We, so we were mainly talking about the uh, gator, the gator hunt. hunt, the gator contest with Rance. So we'll get to that. But so you've had a lot going on since the last time we uh, sat down and talked. Yeah. And we're going to kind of get into that. And then we're going to, I'm going to just hit Jeffrey with some hard hitting questions. Some, you know, just pry it right out of you. Like I told you. Let it go. So, God, that voice. I'm not going to get over it. <laughs> Dude, we need to, like, do a commercial and have Jeffrey narrate it. Yeah. <laughs> Just, like, what? The Bayou Dragons podcast. Brought to the you Bayou by. The Bayou Dragons podcast. <laughs> Dude, yes. <laughs> brought to you by Snuff Cups Patoons. Yeah. You know. You know, we, we have been filming these intros for uh, some of our sponsors, and we, we got our guy now to narrate it for us. Hey, so. we're cheap, too. <laughs> yeah. Hey, whatever you want. Yeah. Snuff, beer. You know, oysters, oysters. Oh, what are you talking about? Cheap, hey, and crawfish, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and alligator crawfish. and sausage, too. Man. So, anyway, let's um, first, Casey, kind of give us a rundown of since gator season what you've been up to between your processing. With you know, you've been busy, yeah, it's you, been busy. I mean, <clears throat> this year we ran more hunts than we run before. We kind of touched on that last time, and it was uh, a great season. I thought it was going to be a little slower than 2021, but it was. It was. We were right at it. Um, but as soon as we got the hide shipped out from 2022 this year, we started working up here. And you know, thank God for Jeff and his uh, mechanical or structural background, because we turned this place into, uh, you know, from where it was. Hopefully, we can put some pictures of that on this podcast, like what it was before. Well, yeah, like and what it is now. What we're doing right now, we <laughs> could literally. You're talking about the before, and I'll look. We'll put it right here, and then we'll put like what it is now. Oh yeah, so It'll literally like, and we pushed a tight schedule, like a tight schedule. I I was so um, there was so much to do. Like I'd wake up at like you know everybody wakes up in the middle of the night. You know you wake up and. Uh, I just had so much stuff to do. I'd come up here like I look like a crackhead, dude. Like literally, I'd be up here with like a headlamp on, like just working, doing like painting, doing something. We just like one o'clock in the morning, just up here all the time. And uh, we didn't even plan on opening. You know, we had kind of an odd start to the season or, or the season, and um, it was like. Sunday. You started on Saturday the 18th. You opened on the 18th because Dayton opened the day before. Right, right. And we didn't think we were going to be able to get enough crawfish, so Jeff opened. And, like, <clears throat> I hadn't even got a truck or nothing. And Jeff calls me, like, we got enough crawfish. Like, you want to open tomorrow? It's like 9 o'clock on Saturday. <laughs> like, I, I hadn't even got a Cisco truck or nothing 
wait, man, I ain't got a truck. Just like, look, between me and Dayton, I think you can do it. I think I think we can put it together. I'm like, well, hell yeah, let's do it. And, you know, and, like, we went to Sam's, got a bunch of stuff. And, like, literally, if you go in the bathrooms right now, like, there's no trim in the bottom. Like, it's just like, no, go, let's go. Leave it like that. Yeah, I yeah. am. Yeah, there's not going to be any trim in the bathroom. No, it ain't yeah. happening. Like, <laughs> it ain't happening. So, yeah. we just – and we, we strung it together and made it happen. We were open on the 19th Sunday, and then we opened on Monday, Tuesday, and then that freeze hit. Yeah. So we, we had that the, special on Wednesday, and it was freaking nuts that day. Yeah. yeah. We, I was talking to you that week, um, the the freeze hit. You're like, well, we got to, you know, we're going to hammer it out because we opened up, you know, pretty early. Right. You know. But so just to clarify to everybody, because Casey just started – you know, go how I do. You yeah, know I just do. going. So we're sitting in the Crawfish Hideaway, brand new, Anahuac, Texas, centrally located in Anahuac. You know, you can find it on Google Maps. I just I learned that. Thank you. It is on here. Thank you. So, thank. Are you the? I didn't even know that until I didn't even think to like. It's so, on there. Yeah, I didn't know. Did Jeffrey? Are Are you the one that put it on Google? Uh, definitely not. Okay, so it's on Google Maps, but uh. So we're at the crawfish hideaway, and what Casey's talking about is basically he just had been balling out trying to get this some bitch running to sell crawfish, and that's where. How, how did y'all meet first? Like, have y'all known each other, Jeff? Or is what well, we've known each other since? Uh, I used to buy all the gator meat from from Porter's, uh, which was Mark's at that time. Yeah, and it was then Mark. Uh, uh, you know Mark. Uh, Casey bought it from Mark, and I can remember then saying, uh, uh, Mark telling me, hey, you know, you got to deal with Casey now. And I'd never met Casey. And uh, you said shit. So <laughs> <I did>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Since then, you know, we, we just kind of clicked. Uh, we became buddies. We uh, hang out, go to breakfast together. Uh, you know, took me on a couple gator hunts when picked up eggs with him. Probably for the first and last time. <laughs> and, uh, you know, then he, he comes over to the hideaway over there that we have um, yeah. on 565. And, a couple, and, three times a week. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he kind of sees and it kind of fits in with his, you know, his schedule in between the deer processing and all the alligator stuff. He, he had a vacancy there and it, it kind of worked out perfect. And uh, so we kind of, uh, you know, our relationship just kept growing. Uh, you know, his alligator stuff, even before he started this, you know, uh, we got a crawfish truck. I loaned it to him to go get alligators. Um, I don't normally do that to anybody. But, you know, he, he's he's the same kind of guy I am. You know. So it, it, it worked out. And then, uh, you know, when he bought this place, uh, I had some free time. And uh, so I, I, I helped him all I could to get it to where it is today. And, and you know, he may or may not have been ready to open when he did open, but he opened up, and, uh, you know, everything's looking up, you know, yeah, looking up. Well, Casey said, I mean, he was coming out here in the middle of the night, and you can definitely tell uh, he put in the work over here. Awesome, oh, yeah. awesome shit he's got on the walls, just a, a cool hangout, and yeah. the building looks great, man. Yeah, that's the difference between us. Like, if I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm just going to crank my tater. I'm not going to come and start working, uh, you know, building a whole building. So, <laughs> you – uh. I'd you would, you know, you would. I know if you ask me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, you would if you. It just uh, one of those things. 
I knew I wanted to open. So to go back a little bit, we almost opened up. Uh, you know, I started making a little back a little bit further. I started making sausage for the hideaway last year. Right, right. Gator or deer? It's it's just pork sausage. So we okay. started making sausage for them last year. Oh, for like cooking <clears throat> for the crawfish pot. hideaway. So Jeff owns the crawfish hideaway. Like he started, he started the crawfish hideaway, and then you know he opened up in Mont. He had one in Huffman. Was it Huffman? Huffman. Yeah, Huffman. That, that's where we started. And, and they called it the crawfish hideaway because right because it was way out in the woods. I mean, <laughs> it was off the beaten path. All right. So, uh, and I basically that hideaway. Uh, what are you doing? No, you, you distract keep, him. You keep, no, you keep going. So we made we started making sausage for him, and uh, last season, like in February, I almost bought a spot in Winnie. Almost like the way it worked out, I almost bought a spot in Winnie, and we were like working for it, like we were real close to closing the deal. The deal ended up falling through, thank God. But uh, we were real close to being done, and Jeff took us in. Like me and Lindsay spent hours up there like we up there just watching the process and how how they boil how they run you know the inside how they run the outside so we knew like this season when the season started that we wanted to open a crawfish hideaway i think that was the deal so we pulled the trigger bought the franchise and uh as soon as we bought this building that's what we were working for and we wanted to be open like when they open like jeff was like when i open you open so, hey, so that's what we're doing. So Jeffrey, how many hideaways do you have? Well, we got I own two. One one at uh, in Mount Bevy, five sixty five and I ten. Then we have one in Dayton on uh, three twenty one, and we have two franchises: one up in Buffalo and one in uh, this one here. Okay. So there's, so there's four total. Total. So you don't have that one off the I ten right there off Anwak anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's the main. That's, oh, that's the, the mothership. Yeah, that's, that's that's the one that started it all. Yeah. Really. I don't consider that Baytown or No, it, it it's just the mailing address. Oh, you know, okay. we we call it Cove, you know. Yeah. I don't even call uh, it. That's nothing the, against Baytown, but but <laughs> yeah. you know, people think Baytown, you're down close to where the mall used to be and and we're right there at Cove and Old River. I thought it was uh is it on this side of the Trinity River? No, mm. it it's on the west side of the Trinity River. Uh, uh, it's the 19. first exit right on the Okay, I could not remember if it was before. I, I yeah. was I kind of consider all that Wallaceville. Yeah. <laughs> like I just call it Wallaceville <laughs> So like yeah, so from here like you go over the Trinity River Bridge yeah. and it's the very first 565 okay. right there. I could there. not remember if it Cove. was I could not remember which uh Yeah. how far it was. Cause I've never I mean I passed it up 100 times. No offense. I've never had your crawfish. I'm looking forward to you oh, know, you're fixing it to. I'm you are forward. fixing to, baby. <laughs> like we said, I'm just not a I like crawfish, nothing against them, you know, but also I just, I like a good ribeye or, you know. Yeah, you got some good testers here when we do eat because me and Porter. That's what I like. We're the kind of guys that we'll eat it if it's there, but we're not about to go buy it, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's I what mean, you, I, want. you want. I'll enjoy some crawfish if it's, if you know, if, it, yeah. if I'm at a boil or something. But I'm looking for, well, I'll be, I'll be fucking honest as hell on here. Oh, that's there. what I want. That's what I want. That's why I got you here. Yeah, I knew that about you before you got here. No, I'm joking. I'm just joking. But, but uh, no, I mean that's the best taste testers because people that can take it or leave it, those are the ones you want to try. Because a, a lot of people have eaten crawfish other places, and I used to eat them. You know, I grew up. I grew up. I remember buying crawfish for like ninety nine cents a pound. Cody Bradbury, my very best friend in the whole world, he his 
Hallie, his cousin, owned the crawl daddies out there on on I ten, and he purged them and everything. There, we used to get sacks for free. We'd cook crawfish every Friday. We're in high school. We cook crawfish every Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And uh, for us, <clears throat> I've been to several places. I've eaten them several places, and it just you know it just wasn't worth you know it wasn't worth the time until I started eating them at Jeff's place. Once I started eating them there at the Crawfish Hideaway in Mount Bellevue, I was like, this is it. This yeah. is it. This is the and, bee's and, knees times and nine. And that's why I said we, we'd go there two or three times a week and eat there. And my kids, when we were about to buy that place over there and we spent so much time, my kids got so spoiled eating crawfish. <laughs> and we'd go other places, and I'm like, no, you're not getting crawfish. Nothing against anybody else. I ain't trying to bash anybody. I said, nope, you're not going to get them here. I said, you can get them for dinner, but you ain't getting them for lunch. And you're going to eat every one of them. That's what I told them. So, well, the shit's higher than draft nuts. So, yeah. You yeah. Got, you got you're going to eat every freaking one of them. So, uh, they get them. And uh, within two or three, I'm like, well, what do you – I don't order them. Like, not me. Because I – the crawfish hideaway, they, we just got it going on. And uh, the way we do it is just – it's it's special. So uh, I asked my kids, like, right when they start eating them, like, what do you think? And they're just like, I'm talking about a nine-year-old and a 13-year-old. And they're like, no, nah, this ain't it. <laughs> this ain't it. <laughs> I got a question for you. So a lot of people that don't know anything about cr- the crawfishing industry, why is it that crawfish are so expensive early on and then they start dropping substantially in price towards the end of crawfish season? Like after, right as soon as Easter hits. Go, Jeff. Well, uh, there's, there's only a few farmers that have, um, you know, their employees in. A, a lot of them are migrant workers that come in to the farms. And a lot of them, uh, they're migrant workers. They get held up at the border. Go go figure when you yeah. just walk across it. But anyway, a lot of the <laughs> migrant workers don't get in until uh, the first or second week of uh, January. Some of them are set up. I mean, the farmers that I use are, are set up to get us uh, crawfish as early as possible, which is normally around the 15th, 16th, 17th of, um, of December. But that's all in a process in which, you know, they start uh, taking care of the, of the crawfish fields when they seed it, when they, you know, uh, when they get their guys on board. And, uh, you know, the ones that I use are the ones that, that come on board early. Yeah. You know, and with, with the, uh, the amount of volume that we do, I like to think that we're kind of, um, you know, we kind of get first pick. Uh, uh, the guys uh, that, uh, that I buy from, good friends of mine, super good people, and uh, they will take care of us. They know I like to start. And the reason they're so high is they're the first bugs. And, uh, you know, they may run 600 acres of traps, and only get six or seven sacks, and you can imagine two guys in a boat uh, with the fuel and everything, and working their the ass off. It costs. And yeah, and you're getting six or seven sacks running six hundred acres. I mean, they're the bait outrageous. alone. I mean, think about yeah. that. The bait and everything, and then you know you got the freeze hits and all that. And then what happens is uh, a lot of these, uh, you know, about the first week of January, second week, we had a price drop, dropped a dollar this week, and um, you know, a lot of the other ones come on board, but you're talking about a live animal, you know. 
Yeah. I mean, when it hits the dock, it's it's got to go out the yep. next day. So what happens is uh, a lot of the other crawfish places, they won't come on board as early as we do. I mean, it's a risk. Yeah. I, I take a risk. Mm-hmm. Well, because like, like the yeah. winter deal. Like, right. Because as soon as it gets cold, yeah. crawfish like, fuck this. Yeah. I got to go. Ten days, that, and you got all these yeah. people working for you that ain't doing jack. That, that, freeze, yeah. that freeze just shut us down for an entire week. Yeah. And, and we've never been shut down for an entire week. Th- this last one really, really Not put a stomping on us. A whole week yeah. after you've opened up. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like, ever. Yeah, you might yeah. have, like, a little cool snap, that uh, might, yeah. two or three days. But we had it, what, two two years ago we had yeah. the freeze? Yeah, we were down, like, two days. I mean, you know, when there's ice on the ponds, you're not going to pull a trap through it. No. I mean, it's just not going to happen. But, so there's, there's limited supply, and um, that – the price comes up, but now everybody's got their migrant workers in. All the boats are running, all the traps are being laid out. So it's a you know it's a supply and demand thing. Yeah. And now you know the price dropped because um, it, it allows all the other uh, you know crawfish places to come on board that hadn't been on board yet. Uh, some are some are the big boys. Some are uh, a lot of them are the small ones. You know, little bull and goes and all that. But it it kind of uh, it kind of all. Uh, you know, if you add it all up, they can move that crawfish. But it, at the at the prices that you pay first off in the year, you know, five fifty a pound, five dollars a pound, the the smaller guys don't want to don't want to take yeah. that risk because you got you got considerable dead loss. You know, I mean, you're not making any money. Nobody makes any money in the crawfish business till March. Yeah, I mean, really. Yeah, and uh, so that's what drives it. Now everybody's on board. Obviously, you know. They drop the price so the small guys come on because those guys have to move those crawfish that day. You know, they they can't sit at the dock. Well, yeah, and you're not – crawfish is something like – you're not freezing that shit. Oh, maybe. no. No. Like, it's, no. It's a live no. animal. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's a, it's a live animal. And it – you know, the, the lifespan of it, once it gets in that bag, is about 12 hours. And that's also something that yeah. people that don't know because we have a lot of right. listeners that aren't from the south. So, like, there's sure. – Probably most people that listen to us have never had a crawfish, don't know. So, like, you boil them, they're alive. Yes. Like, you don't boil dead crawfish. They're not already plucked. We're going to show you that whole situation here in a little bit. But it's a, like you said, they have a shelf life. It's like, all right, we got them. We got to fucking go, like, quick. Right. So. The, uh, you know, my my crawfish build just at the the bay look. Baytown location is about seventy thousand a month. I mean, yeah, a week. Jesus, so, on crawfish. That's right. And you got to figure I'm getting about eighteen percent dead loss. Okay, so so, you know, I'm I'm pissing off fifteen thousand bucks. But you know, you got to be willing to take that risk in get order to, in to to get your business open and and get the people that want your crawfish out there. And for me, I gamble every time on it. I don't have any problem. I buy everything that my guys can get, and and they know it. What? So whenever they're harvesting, and this is like just for the viewers, when like you have dead crawfish in your sack that get to you, mm-hmm. is it like during the harvest? Is it during the transit? Is it when they're just in the bag, just all? Well, er, early in the year that you know they go through several molts. Yeah. You know, I mean, they might not uh, know what molt is. Well, a molt, uh, you know, it, it's how crawfish grow. I mean, it's like a crab or, or anything else. They shed their exoskeleton. And, and, uh, 
you know, they're soft and, and you bag all that up. They're all alive when they go in the bag. When they, when they catch them in the field and they put them in the bag, they're all alive, you know. But they're super soft. And, uh, you know, me, I feel like it just puts a lot of pressure on their organs, you know. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're tightly packed. And then how they, you know, they go from a boat to a truck and then they get iced and they come to me and they go in a cooler and then they, you know. Get, they get purged. Yeah, you know, I mean, they just can't handle it. Yeah. You know? Now you get you get in a, to March and April, you may get one or two. I mean, they're yeah. hard, they're big, they're mean. Yeah. You know, don't stick your hand in there. Yeah. You know, pincers. Yeah. So the the it's a whole different dynamic when you get into February, late February and March bugs than it is this risky business of starting early yeah. like we do. So that's like a lot of it that you have yeah. a chance of getting a lot more dead bugs. Oh yeah. You have the price of it, the so it's really like y'all starting whenever y'all did was really like you it was know, a risk. Yeah, y'all are nut up or shut up. That's right, and we do it every year. I mean, right. We we do it every year. Well, you got to risk it for the biscuit sometimes. I do. I will. I, I have a question for you. So a lot of people, um, I'm, I'm trying to ask questions that you know people uh, that don't know a lot about a crawfish uh, can relate to. So when you go to buy crawfish, a lot of people advertise that these crawfish are are purged when you buy a crawfish are they purged and kind of explain the process of what that does for the bug and uh you know well you know i mean uh a lot of people have a misconception about purged uh to to truly purge a crawfish you know they got they got big tanks that uh typically a lot of them have you, you know you have to have fresh recirculating water in there and they'll stay in there about 12 hours until basically you know they shit out all the grit that's in the tail, you know. I mean, you, you're just keeping them in there until they're till they're clean. Yes. Uh, Take a number but that, two. But that process, uh, you know, is expensive. I mean, you're holding bugs 12 hours. You're going to have more dead loss and all of that. And uh, typically when, you know, uh, we do a lot of big catering jobs and, and we always get purged bugs, uh, bugs that have, um, you know, on a different level than, than what we would normally serve uh, because we have to pass that. Uh, we can't take a chance when we get on site, you know, of any. Uh, we don't have the wash facility like we do at our restaurants. But at our restaurants, we, we, we all have, you know, what we call the wake-up tank, you know, the, the crawfish sitting there. It, it just makes it easier to go through and pull out all the dead ones. I mean, you know, this time of year you get fish, turtles, uh, frogs, snakes, you get you get everything in a crawfish bag. You got to yeah, go. We through go it. through them see and get rid of all the yeah. dead ones. Well, well yeah, no yeah, doubt. no, we have that on video but, too. But, yeah, like if y'all, yeah. the the true purging, you know, is not going to happen by putting them in a you know one of these buckets and running water in it. That that that's not happen. You might call that washing, but that's not purging. Yeah. Purging, purging's a, a 12, 14, 24 hour process. So basically, you're just getting all the grit and all the shit out of them. That's, and you're, that's yeah, exactly they're right. going to die yeah. a lot of And if yeah. nobody would want to pay the price Mm-mm. this time of year yeah. for, for how much you would have to lose, what you would have to charge for the loss right. of a purged crawfish, of truly purged. Yeah. Because we do bubble and wash all of our crawfish. Sure. We, we go through them, we clean out all the dead. And then we bubble them and basically clean them, wash them. We bubble them with fresh oxygen. But uh, yeah, yeah, you you'd be paying you'd be paying twelve 
twelve dollars a pound right now for some fr- easily actual purged. Yeah. Now, and, now they don't even really start purging until they get into you know mid March. Yeah. Right. You know, and then you can start doing that when the when the crawfish are getting. Hard. Yeah. When the crawfish yeah. already been on deck right now, be, it would and, be a disaster. Yeah. You know, when so, the crawfish start working out, that's when you can purge. That's them. exactly right. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what a misconception. A lot of people and I. I just don't. I don't argue with people. They're just like, oh man, you want to purge some crawfish? Pour a bunch of uh, table salt in some water. <laughs> I'm like, that is not. It's a freshwater fucking deal. Yeah. Like I, I hate. I hate when people put salt in their water and yeah. they're like, oh dude, I'm purging some crawfish. Yeah. I'm like, you're a jackass. You know, go 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 to the LSU website and look up. You know, do I purge with salt? And and see what they say. Oh you my know, god! I mean, they're they're a lot smarter than what I. What are they am. trying to do when they're pouring? Man, salt I, I don't know. Because I've seen, I, I, I've seen, know. I've been to crawfish bowls oh, yeah. where they, you know, yeah. pour a bunch of salt on there. And yeah, I, know. I mean, I didn't I think, think nothing of it. I've heard people say like, man, it's making them like throw up. You yeah. know, make them throw up, cleans them out faster, whatever. But you're killing them. Yeah, like exactly. that. That to me, and right. it's a it's a fucking crawfish. Yeah. But like that to me is like brutality. <laughs> like it's like, look, I'm gonna. That'd yeah. be like me taking a. A largemouth bass and running at Crystal Beach and throwing them out as far as I can. Right. Like, yeah. like, like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's kind of a, I don't know. To me, it's like a, a myth that's been handed down over yeah. the years. Yeah. That people just can't get through. But I, I, there, there's data out there. Go, go figure it. Out. Yeah, go figure it out. Yeah, I yeah. don't. You know what I'm saying? Go read something. Yeah, you Louisiana, know? they have like a like a crawfish committee like same thing with like alligators like they like it's a big business in louisiana like it, yeah i mean they i mean it's a business yeah hey those yeah. those crawfish farmers they're smarter than you think yeah oh yeah, you know yeah. oh i've seen hey, some look, on tv they 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 not only know crawfish but they know business yeah you know, i mean they look we it may not think you may not think about some guy running out bunch of traps and loading it up covering it with ice and shipping it but there is there is a yeah there's somebody with lacrosse boots on that's smart as shit oh yeah yeah, exactly and and they can tell you data that just years of data yeah based on temperature and water and you know the fog and this and that i mean it's just bizarre when you go and talk to it you know the right guy and you listen to it i mean man i thought i knew crawfish yeah you know it's all wildlife biology all of it like anything from like you know, duck hunting, the alligators, deer hunting, crawfish. You know, you got to right. – there's a lot of shit you have to know and a lot of shit you can learn, pass down. And uh, yep. from what I'm getting at, just don't put salt in your water when you're purging <laughs> no. crawfish. No. I just – X-nay on the salt. Yeah, yeah. X-nay on the salt, rinse them off like y'all do and do all – you know. Um, that was a good question, Mitchell. I didn't. Very good question. You're, you're, you're asking I'm the asking shit. questions that you know people that you know don't know a lot about crawfish would ask. You know? yeah. yeah, and I hear that all the time. Are they purged? And uh, you know, and a my, lot of people advertise purged. You know, purged. Yeah. And sure. what is purged? Well, that that is purged. I mean, there's they're sitting in a tank. A lot of times, I mean, obviously you got fresh water going in there, and uh, you know, it's just a way of of them uh, controlling. They're not eating anything, and you know. Uh, they're getting rid of all the uh, the shit that's in the tail, or, or you know. I mean, person, you think but, about it like that, you know, though. Like, think about it like this, though. Catfish. I mean, think about what cat. Everybody eats catfish. Who do you know that doesn't eat catfish? Yeah, maybe a couple. 
You might know a couple people. So, I mean, like, they eat shit, too. Like, and we don't mind eating them. You know, can, yeah. what, what do crawfish eat? What do they bait the traps with? You know, different times well, I mean, of year. They, they bait them with, you know, pogies, pogies and, and a buffalo, and they got, like, a, a range cubes, probably a bunch range of cubes, up byproduct of right? some kind of snapper fish or something. So they're eating fish, man. I mean, people, everybody but eats I mean, fish, I mean, you know. But, I mean, in the pond, when, they, when they're growing up, they're eating a rice double. Right. I mean, they're eating decaying rice double. Rice, uh, grass. That's, that's, you know? that's what it is in the pond. Look, I don't mind. So. I When I open one up, I don't mind a little doo-doo. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's, That's the right. best part. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you eat ass, you might as well eat a crawfish, too. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> We're going to start off the second segment. We had a little break. We're about to get some of your uh, world-famous crawfish, Casey and Jeffrey. I don't even know. I y'all just been, follow the recipe, babe. Y'all been, I just follow the recipe. Y'all been throwing down out there. I mean, I walked up, and I started choking because that uh, spice piece, you know. Hey, it, man, you got to add the spice. Yeah. You don't want that. You want to be able to eat the crawfish, and you want to taste the seasoning from the inside out, not the, from the outside in. Yeah, no. I, you know what I mean? Yes. You're yes. going to see the difference, bro. I'm looking forward Come to on. it. Come on. So we have a beautiful assistant, Ashley. About These the are the regular, regular. She's regular. bringing us it's some regular right now. Thank you. And what sauce we got here? That's, tell them, Jeff. Tell them, Jeff. It's Remlod sauce. It's our own recipe. Say that again. I didn't understand what I you did, said. I did not. What you said. <laughs> said I heard <laughs> rum <laughs> rum. Shit, I am <laughs> rum rum. I call it hey. rum lot sauce. Okay. <laughs> Still didn't understand, but we're going to enjoy it. Y'all missed it. Look, like, this is how you know you got good sausage watch when you. Shh, shh, shh. Damn, boy. Man. That yeah, this is like I was telling Jeff a minute ago. I was like, man, people are going to start thinking this shit's sus because it's like the third or fourth time I've eaten sausage <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> like, mm. anyway, so get okay, Jeff, before we get into more conversation, show how you properly eat a crawfish. Well, I mean, you're the crawfish man, and we're going to zoom in on you for this. I've seen people do it, you know. All their ways. I mean, no. people people pull the tail off, then they want to start unwrapping it like it's a Christmas present. Yeah. These the the way that we process and cook our crawfish, all you got to do is just snap that head off, and, and you see the meat that came out of there, right? Take a bite, just bounce that tail, and suck it out, and it's gone. It's so simple. All right, you you can't do that everywhere. No. If no. you if you overcook it, it sticks. You know, if if you gotta peel it, it's overcooked. It's Beautiful. overcooked. Beautiful. Yeah. I did not have to peel that. No, no, you didn't. That I, I mean it's it's a process, you know. That is beautiful. So Oh yeah. Comes right out of there. <laughs> I've literally never eaten crawfish like that. I know. <laughs> oh, I unwrapped the Christmas present. I told like you. you. Said. That's That's it. It. Slips right out. All right, so it comes right out. So when you when you see people having to work with it and uh, peel that off of there, they're overcooked. All right, Jeffrey. Yeah. I'm not yanking your penis right here. Yeah, go that ahead. That is fan. Yeah, that is fantastic. Look, one right. One thing piece. that uh, you can do it that way, but look, me personally, I like to take this knuckle off with the head. That just that's the way I like to do it. I like to when I twist the head, I like to peel that off, and it just makes. That so makes it easier to grab. Easier, yeah. Nice. You, know, you don't like if you don't like seasoning. 
on your lips, like because it burned, whatever. These are regular, so they're just good. Top yeah, notch, good. Uh, top notch sausage as well. Y'all yeah. are serving over here. But uh, you can. You need a paper towel. And that's my my main thing about eating crawfish is you don't want to work at it. You want no. it to be easy. I'm and usually, enjoyable. Well, usually it's like fucking playing the squeeze box, trying to like you yeah. know open one up and yeah. eat it. It's like playing Operation when you're a kid. <laughs> but uh, like that's fantastic. It, it's all in the process. You know, in the in the way that we cook it, we manage the times, we manage the temps, and and that's the end result right there. And look, that's I mean, cool. and and that's why you know we've been so blessed in the crawfish business yeah. because basically when they come and they and they get this, they're you know just like y'all, like customers. holy crap, yeah, holy crap, this you is know? good, like this is easy. Well, yeah. and I'm looking forward to hearing a little bit getting some of the spicy ones, but uh, I just like a a nice easy peel because I hate when you're Fucking just, yeah. And everybody talks about the size this time of year, but when you can pull, like, most people would, most people like to me, I'm I'm happy with that size crawfish, when I can peel them this way. But most people they get a, a smaller crawfish like this, and when they pull the tail, it breaks in half. Yeah. So they feel like they're wasting their time, they're wasting their money. But when you can peel a smaller crawfish like this, and it peels apart like that, and you can eat every one of them. That's exactly. You know, right. that's what you want. That's what you want, no doubt. It's a very good point. Very good point. So, everybody, crawfish out of way. I haven't even got to the – because me, personally, like, I like the crawfish that, like, make me, like, my nose running, and I accidentally forget to wash my hands. I go to pee. My Like, it feels like I have gonorrhea. (laughs) Like, like that's the kind of crawfish that I like. You know what I mean? Like, where I'm – like, that's the kind of, like, I super enjoy. But these are – this great. You know, you you get used to that. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. You know. It, um – and maybe, maybe I will. I just don't eat enough profit, but maybe now I will. Now you will. But um, great so, flavor. So Jeff, while we're sitting here indulging on these crawfish, these mud bugs or whatever you want to call them, um, what did you do before crawfish? And kind of explain to you know the viewers like your process into getting to where you are now. You know. Well, I was, uh, you know, I, I grew up working in the chemical plants refineries structure maintenance and um you know went went into commercial construction and uh you know i used to be on the barbecue circuit cook-offs i mean we did barbecue cook-offs every other week for years and um you know i did a lot of catering which started off as is basically barbecue catering and then during the crawfish season we we would cater uh, crawfish and one thing led to another after the years that uh, we opened a little place in uh, Huffman we had uh, my wife and I had 10 acres out there and uh, a buddy of mine uh, he and I started uh, the crawfish hideaway which was out in the woods out out in Huffman and uh, you know just uh, crawfish um, was just starting to get popular then. yeah you know I mean it wasn't on every corner like it is now and uh, so, you know, we, we did, um, you know, we had a big day. We, we'd bull eight sacks, and we thought that was, you know, yeah, you thought that, you were, that was a shit, and, yeah. and we're making it, you know. And, uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, uh, we, uh, uh, at the end of the season, we kind of sat back, and my partner, uh, who, who's a good friend of mine that, that I've grown up with all my life, and uh, he's like, you know, hey, I don't want to do this again. 
because it is way more work than, than most people think. So I think I paid him hey, a man, dollar. brother. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I gave him a dollar for, you know, his half or whatever of the business. And I found uh, through another buddy of mine the spot that we got here in Baytown. And uh, we, we started off right there kind of the same way we, we did in uh, Huffman. You know, we bowled out of a trailer, had another little trailer that we did all the, the, the processing and, and such of the food and had a little concrete slab and a, with a roof over it. And uh, eight years Back later, down. you know, here's where we are now, you know. It, it, it just grew and grew and grew, but, but it was the exact same bull process that uh, me and a buddy of mine kind of developed drinking beer, uh, you know, <laughs> for a whole season. Beer, did you? Working on a crawfish recipe, and, and believe me, we worked the oh shit out of it. Oh, my you know? God. That and, um, sexy-ish shit right there. Yeah. Look, <laughs> and, and the recipe hadn't changed since. You know, I mean, we tweaked a little bit, you know, to make it kind of uh, more economical. You know what I'm saying? I mean, some of the ingredients we got were, were uh, at the time, a little bit um, too outrageous to do on a giant commercial scale like we got now. But yeah. basically the same process in which we, you know, cook and soak the bugs is, is the way it was eight years ago. And, uh, you know, that, that's why you're getting these tales that just – you know, they, they pull out like butter. I mean, they almost fall out. If you just pinched it, it would fall out. No, right? that's, that's legit. And um, so, you know, we opened it up over here and, and then just stayed dedicated, stayed focused. Uh, my wife and I, we, we were there every day from, you know, behind the scenes from 8 a.m. till closing. And uh, just we, we, we sold our place in the Huffman. Um, your house and stuff. Our house. We had 10 acres out there and uh, sold that and put everything we we had into these restaurants. Uh, the first one there at 565, uh, bought, bought a travel trailer and, and moved into the RV park behind it and, and spent every dime we had on, on the restaurant, building the restaurant, uh, you know, uh, and it, it, it just grew. And... Uh, you know, one of the things that I can tell you about the, the growth of our, our business is, one, I like to think we, we probably have some of the best crawfish around, but um, the, the community around us and the, um, you know, what we give back to the community, you know, I mean, sponsoring the, you know, football teams, little league teams, uh, you know, anybody that's in need, we're always there to help. We, we got 80, 85 employees. Anybody needs anything? You know, we have 90, probably 90 to 95% of our employees come back every year. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're waiting on crawfish to come. Hey, there's no joke. That's right. Crystal, That's right. that came help us start up. Yeah. Like, our very first day, Crystal, shout out to Crystal. Look, and a couple of them, but um, she was there from, like, the get-go. Mm-hmm. Back when y'all just had... Yeah. Y'all just had an awning out there. That, that's it. I it was mean, just an that, awning, and she was out there, and her mom works there. Yeah. It's yeah. like a family. Yeah. And, uh, her you brother know, worked there, too. Hey, look, and, and uh, I would like to think that, like, it don't matter. You may have the money to buy into the franchise, but everybody can't be into the franchise. It's yeah. it's part of – it's a family. Right. You know, it's that's a right. family. You know? You know, and that's what it is. 
you you got to pass the smell test. <laughs> Apparently, you did. <laughs> Shit, yeah. But man. no, the I mean the uh, gator in the sausage hill. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna put this on record. I've I've watched a lot of podcasts too. I don't think I've ever seen a podcast where people are just openly eating a shit ton of crawfish. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, and like hammering down. Like, oh, yeah, no, I'm, dude, over, I'm sucking heads. Remember, or, remember when they, we started out? Like, I've already eaten half a year. I know. Like, I, I, I was wondering what. <laughs> <laughs> remember when we started? They're like, yeah, we could take it or leave it. But yeah, like, yeah. they are freaking hammering down. They're not, Look, they're it's no, gone. There's nothing in this. Like, bowl. They're eating the corn. That, yeah, they're eating the yeah. salt. It's it's gone. I right. know. Very and, flavorful. And I told you. Hey. Remember when you looked at me a minute ago and you were like, okay. I'm about ready for the spicy. <laughs> That's right. Let's, yeah. see. Let's get some spice. Ash. Let's get, Let's some, get spice. some spice. Let's get some spice and then we'll <clears throat> continue on with the conversation. <laughs> so you're about to bring out the spicy. Is there? So what are the levels of the different the different crawfish you have? Well, you know, we have, we have the uh, just the, you know, the normal, the original, which, uh, which, which, which it does have spice. You know, don't don't get me wrong. Oh, no I doubt. mean, Is yeah, that it's going to have just some spice. Eat? I wouldn't feed it to my newborn. Was that know? regular just now? We just ate. Now yeah, that's regular. regular. It's got yeah. a good little kick to it. Yeah, exactly. And then and then uh, you know we have the, um, you know the spicy, and then we have the extra spicy, and you know we do the shrimp, the crab, you, and Ashley. everything the same way. Thank so, you, Ashley. Thank you, Ashley. I think that uh, beautiful Ashley. Uh, you know, probably probably spicy is, uh, uh, you know. More people order spicy than anything else. Well, yeah. And and you know, so, I'm sorry. Did I cut you off? Well, yeah, no, I was you, just, you did. You I was cut just, him ag- off. yeah, you did. But I'm, I'm just agreeing. Like you know, that's people. It's a lot of people. It's for the experience. Yeah. Like I think it's became. And I wanted to. I didn't want to interrupt you earlier when you're talking. Like when you first started. Like you know, there wasn't this uh, phenomenon, this crawfish phenomenon. Like, because Southeast Texas, you know, you had a couple places that had crawfish, but no, yeah. now it's like, yeah. oh, right. fuck, they have crawfish, they have crawfish, they yeah. have crawfish. Yeah, it, was, it, was like gators, it was like gator season, like, you know, when swamp people started. Right. Like now. Everybody's got gators. Everybody's hunting them. Everybody's hunting them. And then it, and like prices went up. And then, because I imagine 15 years ago, having crawfish really wasn't that, uh, you weren't banking off of crawfish. I, no. I, and this is just me speculating. But there wasn't, like, I don't remember, like, everybody wanting to die for crawfish. Now, it's like everybody wants fucking crawfish. And everybody. they want good crawfish. And, but they, and they're they, seeking it. They're, they're seek, seeking it. They're seeking crawfish starting it's, in December. It's right here, baby. Which is ridiculous. It's right here. Yeah. That's where you want to come. I'm, it, it, I mean, I'm being, and, I'm, and I mean that with all sincerity because I've been eating crawfish since I was... A kid, yeah, knee high to a grasshopper. I'm ass. telling you, he's still a the, kid. I am still a kid compared to the Godfather, the Godfather. So, but I mean, that's what, that's what it just call. there is a difference. There is a difference, and and then that's the way that it is. So, so Godfather, Jeff. but I think I think we were talking about the spicy. We were talking about the regular, yeah. and and I used to always, I would never go anywhere and ever get crawfish. It didn't matter if I was eating in the backyard, if I was eating wherever. You know, if I was just going to on a whim actually try crawfish because it was you know a well-renowned place i was gonna get spicy i would never get a regular because you think of in your mind in your mind you think okay i want it you know it's got to be spicy to be good and that's just not the truth like every time i eat crawfish here it's always regular now here we go it's always regular Uh, beautiful yep 
So um, that, the regular that, is where it's yeah. at. And the difference, in my opinion, that, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong, the difference is I like to suck the head. You know, take right. that for what it is. I'm right. like, you can <laughs> laugh all you want. I That's bet just you me. <laughs> I knew somebody was going to say some shit. Yeah. But look. But I mean, I like to suck the head on a on a regular. I can do every one. I can suck. I can get the juice and I can get the flavor. On the spicy, I can do you know maybe a half to two thirds. On the extra spicy, I might be able to do one or two. You know, I mean, there's a little bit more heat to it. A little bit. You know, not not too too much. It's 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 okay. Yeah, I just I like them all. Yeah, but regular is mine. These are good, right? That is – so we are now eating the spicy. <coughs> yeah, I see. You see <laughs> Casey's dying. Um, but uh, so how long – from – how many years have you been doing the crawfish thing now? Eight years. Eight years. Yeah. So – and you've definitely seen an increase of – like did you kind of see like a influx or am I just a jackass? No, like, no, no. Was it, I mean um, – Has it gotten um, more popularized? Oh, it's it's – you know, there, there's a crawfish place on every corner. There's a lot of them, you know, they, they come and go. It's yep. not as easy as you would think. The size there's there's way more work involved in it to run it right and to be successful. Uh, there's, you know, you see a lot of trailers pop up, a little bull and goes. And and uh, I'm not knocking them. They, they have good, good crawfish. But, um, you know, when you employ 85 people, and 85 people are counting on you for their job and their, their well-being, then uh, I, f- I feel there's a responsibility on my end, and, and my wife feels the same way, that we put a product out that, that ensures that, that, you know, we, we not only have uh, a customer base that comes in, but we, we gather new people, you know. Uh, the, these, uh, a lot of them are kids. I mean, a lot of them are, you know, high school students. Uh, but a lot of them aren't. They're, they're mothers with young children. Uh, I mean, if you looked at all the pictures of all the employees that we have and, and all the babies that have been conceived. Yeah, just, yeah. I mean, it is. It conceived. Is, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. That, cr- that crawfish conception. I'm, I'm telling you. You know, and they're all born like in uh, the off season. So, you know, they happen during, during uh, Damn, uh, baby. you know, crawfish Y'all season. having that spicy sex That's, out here, yeah. <laughs> But, uh, you know, if, if you... you, you it, it, you have to work continuously, and if you work continuously and you have a product and you believe in your product, and uh, you know, you can't skip on out on uh, price. You know, we what our process is the most expensive way you could bull a crawfish. Amen, it, brother. It's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous, and 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 it's um, it's probably easier for us with the volume that we do in Baytown than it is for Casey. Right. Because of, uh, you know, the seasonings that go in there. And, and these seasonings that go in, I mean, we drop $250 with the seasoning in the pots before we even drop the first crawfish. Yeah. You know. And unfortunately, I mean, the, the greater the scale is that you do, the the more economical it is. Yeah. And, and Casey's, you know, he's suffering from that now. Uh, Everybody got to start uh, somewhere. Yeah, you know, and and you got to get up to it. So, you know, the, <clears throat> the thing is, all, all the uh, you know accolades that you got to take care of. You know, the bugs, the people, the process, and and all that, and everything's got to be managed. Uh, when you when you 
get it right, you feel you get it right, and you got the right people, you know, it, it actually just flows, but it's constant attention. You know, yeah. take care of the people that are your customers, and uh, they'll take care of you. You know, the community will take care of you. Take care of the community, you know, that, uh, that's, your, that's your base, right? I mean, give back. We do. Yeah. We, we, you know, we sponsor all kinds of stuff, and, and, and uh, my wife and I wouldn't have it any other way. We feel very blessed, you know. And, and, you know, hey, a lot of people don't know this, but I still live in the same travel trailer five years later. Hey, man. Yeah. But you know why? In Oak Island, Texas, baby. Yeah, in, in Oak Island. I mean, we got a nice place down on the water, but, you know, hey, I still live in the same travel trailer. Of course, I, I bought a ranch and a big-ass boat and all <laughs> yeah. kinds of shit. But, yeah, but you still live in that same yeah, house. Yeah, you know baby. what I'm saying? I mean, you got to get your priorities right. I mean, hey, we look. work all day, every day. What do you do? Let me ask you all this. You're a saint. I, do y'all, I can tell just by looking, so I'm asking for – it's just asking. But, Mitch, you feel that? I feel it. You feel that that heat, that difference in that so, heat. Oh you yeah, know, there's there's definitely there's a difference. So for the, that regular was real good. The spicy and you just there's a difference. You're not going to get that same flavor when you when you order a difference in flavor. You're going to get a difference. Definitely getting a di- different flavor, and I'm getting the heat for yeah. sure. And you feel it. You feel it. I feel it. Yeah. So, this is it's so funny. Like since me and Mitch were like children, we always <coughs> I've always been the one to like spicier food and. I always get this, like, I'm over, I can just, whenever the Neck spicy red, came. You, looking at me, you, she's, like, staring at me. So, I know, like, my, my eyes are watering. I just keep hearing Mitchell do the. All <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like shit, yeah. I love it. I no, love the, crawfish. These are, I love this atmosphere. It's, no, uh, this is fantastic. It's, I, it don't get no better than this. I want people. Excuse me. Wow. We're sitting here drinking beer and eating crawfish. What are y'all doing? Um <laughs> If you haven't, like, if you live in Southeast Texas, I don't, damn, these things are spicy. All right, you live in Southeast <laughs> Texas, come Crawfish Hideaway. And it, this is across the board, so it doesn't really matter. I mean, we're at the one in Anahuac. But it'll be the same everywhere you go. Everywhere you everywhere go. Everywhere you go. It's you go to easy. Buffalo, yeah. you go to Dayton, you go to Mount Bellevue, come here. Yeah. It is going to be the same flavor every time. Pick your vibe. Every Pick, time. Pick the vibe that you want every time. Go, go, go to where it's most convenient. You know, yeah. we, but we're we're all a little different. You know, our date location. Uh, we got we got an outside stage. We got an inside stage. It's probably our biggest restaurant. They have live music. Uh, you know, four days a week. Uh, they have a full menu over there. They tonight they got a live band. I'm not sure who's playing. But, uh, you know, Thursday's ribeye night. They'll sell 60, 70, 80 ribeyes. It's Hell only nineteen ninety five. you know, uh, with a couple sides. Plus, they sell all the crawfish. And, and they sell alcohol there. And they sell alcohol over there. The other three are all BYOB. So, they're all a little different, you know, based on, uh, you know, the, the demographic location. Yeah. And, uh, and it works out for all of us, you know. But we all have the same seasoning process crawfish everything is exactly the same so you can go to buffalo and eat the same crawfish that the, we're serving right here in Anahuac. Hand me those napkins, 4 hours Mitchell? away no that's you know. that is so fantastic. that uh, one thing about jeff has forgot to mention is you know we have our own well jeff developed created our own hideaway season 
Like it comes from it's the hideaway season. It's an unmarked white five gallon bucket. Bucket. That you cannot I purchase. have no idea what's in it. No. I asked Jeff one time, you, how'd you come up with it? He said, very fucking carefully. Yeah. That's what he said. It, it, I told him that's a very small circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, dude, you got to keep that kind of shit. Yeah. That stuff is good. I'm not. Yeah. Damn, that is good. And I'm not a crawfish guy. Right. I'm more of a steak and hamburger guy. Right. That was good. I'm uh, are you, are you ready for the extra spicy? Do you have extra spicy? Oh, we have extra, baby. That's next. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Let me finish the spicy first. <laughs> yeah. I mean, damn. It's coming. It's coming. I'm Thank glad you, you told me Thank that. You. I was about to throw in a pinch of snuff, and I'll uh, I'll finish the extra spicy for that. Um, but, yeah, Jeff, that's uh, that's perfect. I, I appreciate you giving us a little backstory, and you've been doing it for a while. And uh, you've seen – you know, the craze of crawfish. Oh, yeah. As it yeah. came up. You know, and look, um, you know, uh, it's we don't feel like we compete with anybody. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. mean, there, there's, there may be enough to go around for everybody. We just like to be the best. Yes. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Well, dude, we, we, yeah. we run into the same thing. Yeah. We're not crawfish-wise, but, you know, there's multiple companies around that have, you know, their outdoor companies that, do the same thing like hunting and fishing right, and video, right, right. but we try to always have good quality apparel. We try to make the best videos. You know, we might not have as big a following as some of them, but we're <laughs> that was <laughs> a the best, hell, yeah. the best Mitchell, yeah, the best you know freaking nose blow ever, dude. Mitchell is nose blowing on a live podcast. You know, those, those things are spicy. I cannot wait till this episode comes out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> over here. I can't wait for that spicy nose blow. I'm curious. <laughs> that extra, extra spicy. spicy How much yeah. hotter that extra spicy is. I'm not very um, – I like spicy food uh, to an extent. You know, that was – that there is right there where I can really enjoy them. It's getting, it's getting to that threshold. I'm curious to see how the extra spicy goes. <laughs> we, may, we may let it just simmer down a little bit. Then, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, no, I can't. Uh, thank y'all enough for coming out and doing this. You know, yeah. we're good friends. I mean, Porter and me go back. Uh, Rance, matter of fact, Rance is going to come play next Friday, probably next Friday and Saturday night. He's going to come play. Oh, we'll have to come out. Yeah, but, uh, he's going to come play. And, uh, yeah, he was supposed to be here today, but you know how Rance is. He's shipping cattle or doing this or doing that, whatever yeah. it is. What days will that be? Because this podcast will probably be out before then. And you know, so that's gonna be. Oh shit! I gotta pull my phone out and look. Oh, uh, because we won't release this till like the middle of next week. So, okay. So yeah, I made that. Wow. Let's see here. And then we're gonna eat these spices, and I got some questions for you, Casey. But old Jeffrey has definitely been answering. You have been fantastic on this. Not only your voice, but you've been extra very, spicy. I appreciate it. Oh man, I'm having right, a good and time. And you gave me a sausage. Oh, dude, I, uh, this is literally, I mean, we'd be having almost Another this. sausage. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, damn, dude. <laughs> extra spicy. Is the sausage extra spicy, too? Spicy, spicy, spicy. All right, so we're now on to the spicy crawfish. Extra spicy. Extra spicy crawfish. The, the extra spicy, baby. Before I even eat the meat, I'm going to suck the head. I think you should suck the head. Yeah, no homo. There you go. 
and, yeah. and it doesn't hit you for a minute. Just give give it a couple. Yeah, that's pungent. It stings the nostrils a little bit. I'll let yeah, you know yeah. here after I finish this bowl. But anyway, so Casey, I wanted to kind of get in. Uh, a lot of people, since you've been on, we talk about we've talked about you having the processing with the alligator and all that. But uh, right after alligator season, before crawfish season, which I was trying to pry out of you earlier, but uh, you're just a you're a wild man. You just start you know going off on a you tangent. going off, yeah, and it's fine. I love it and not complaining at all. But you also do deer processing. I do. And I kind of wanted to talk about that, see how your season was with the deer processing and, you know, kind of promote that. There's a lot of people around here that, you know, don't like doing it themselves and bringing it somewhere, and maybe Porter's Processing is the place that they need to bring it to. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, No, I mean, so I guess, uh, you know, I got a couple guys that's been working, working with me for a couple of years, Juan and, and uh, Juan Jr. That, uh, you know, Juan been working with Mark for Ever. 20, uh, 28, I think is his 29th season this past season uh, for Gators. And then when I bought the, I bought it in 2018, I'm going off on a tangent, but I got to put it all in there. All right. Do you. So uh, <clears throat> when I bought it in 2000 and, um not 2018, in 2020, sorry. In 2020, we started, me and Lindsay and my kids, we were out there processing deer. We just knew that we needed to do something a little bit more. And there was, like, a not enough deer processors out there. So if we could just get a good sausage recipe, you know, a good sausage recipe, and uh, we could, you know, cut up deer the way we like deer to be cut up and, and the backstretch processed and everything. That would be enough to be able to make a little bit of money on deer processing. So we started doing that in 2020, and uh, me and Lindsay and the kids. And then in 2021, uh, Juan was already working for us, but uh, he he stayed on full time. And then Junior came on full time, and then we would be able to uh, and just end up growing we did probably 40 or 50 deer in 2020 and and in 2021 we did probably i think we did like 120 i think this year we're probably gonna be close to 350 deer damn but i can't really say that i did a whole lot because i was up here juan jr loopy i had uh i mean they just been killing it over there like and uh that's my my team. You know? Yeah, we've been they just been taking care of it. That's what I was kind of curious. Cause I knew the I knew your numbers for the last two years. Because I mean, when you first started, mm. I was up there doing something like doing a deer, and yeah, like, me and you were up there. Yeah. Oh, I brought a cow. <laughs> my, my buddy was like had to put down this Angus. Uh, yeah. Cow, and I was like, he was like, man, he's like, who do you want to bring this to get processed? I'll just fucking ground it up myself. I yep. brought it, and me and Casey knocked it out. Mostly Casey. But uh, that's good, man. I was just kind of curious. That's on, great. On man. how your uh, deal has been. So if you have any uh, – and you just do deer. Like, I'm well, saying, if I brought you some a bunch of goose, would you process it for me? Some goose sausage? I would make sausage for anybody if they got it cut up. But, like, you bring me a goose to 
Like right now? Not to clean a goose. I'm just saying like a, a goose yeah, breast. I'll make, it, I'll make it for you. But look, here's the deal. Because we make the sausage for the hideaway, this son of a gun here, he's coming to buy like 480 pounds of sausage a week. Like he, he's buying at least a, a bunch of freaking sausage. So like, you know, I, I've had to, uh, some people that's wanting me to do their cows or cattle for them or whatever, and I've had to turn them away just because, you know, we got like. You have too much shit on your plate. It's a lot of. It's a lot of sausage, and sausage isn't doesn't just happen like. It's not an overnight deal. No, it, it takes. It's a process. Yeah. So, well, but I'll make sausage for you, no problem. Cool, man. If it's cut up, you know, if you got it cut up, and you tell me, you know, anything, any kind of sausage that you want made has to be, has to be mixed with pork. I would always recommend a sixty forty ratio. Well, if it's a lean meat like goose or deer or you know whatever, we had a uh, ten days of hunting in Montana with uh, a lot of geese, and I uh, you got a moocha? I got a lot. Did y'all drive up there or what? Yeah. Oh my god. Twenty eight hour drive. Oh my gosh. So, did but, you just couldn't get your uh, like video equipment up there and like a plane or what? No, we bring everything, dude. We bring everything from decoys to. You know the filming equipment. To so it's like a do-it-yourself type of deal. Oh yeah, bro. Oh no shit. Oh yeah, we we can talk about. Well, that. sign me and Jeff up, man. We're coming next year. Well, we'll talk about that after this podcast. I don't want people knowing what I'll be doing. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, more than welcome. Jeff can in- do the intro to every video. <laughs> coming on right out. Hunt trip. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Here's episode two: Goose Hunt. Uh, all right, so about a little over halfway done right now with these spices. But you haven't pulled the head yet, sucked the head yet. Have you? No, I've done about five. Like, and I'm, I'm taking Ashley's advice. She said, you can't, she's like, regular, you can suck all the heads. Spices, you can do them all, but you know, you start feeling it. As spices, you can do a handful. I meant like five. Yeah. Extra spices. Yeah, you, you and, see uh, me, uh, Casey's eating all mine. I'm Get after it, big dog. I, I got two, I think. But, uh, yeah, you know, that's a little bit. I can feel the heat like starting to hit yeah. my cheeks. Yeah, like uh, right here. Like yeah. I can feel the I can feel the sweat starting to like just I'm bubble bl- out a little I'm bit. I'm glad I wear. Oh, Jesus Christ! I'm glad I wear glasses during this because I definitely have some. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm here in a minute. It's gonna look like a damn kindergartner. You know, like, there's a little <laughs> snot running. You know. <laughs> But this is this is a true ass uh, interview because I'm vulnerable right now. I think we all are. We're all vulnerable. Besides Jeff, yeah, he's like I already know. <laughs> and he's, Once you jumped into the spicy, he was like, "Yeah, I've been there. You're yeah. good. I know my limitations." So <laughs> anyway, Casey, so <laughs> tough. That was nice. <laughs> that that sounded like a crawfish. <laughs> like there was no like base to it. It was more just juice. That was <laughs> disgusting, but uh, I like it anyway. Um, so, Casey, the I wanted to just touch base on that, see how that went for this season. But uh, uh, I'd like for you to elaborate now. We talked about it a little bit on our last podcast, the Marshmaster Classic. I don't even think we said the name of it last time. We're talking no. about gator hunting. Uh, yeah. So, 
tournament. And and uh, it's so fitting, and it, it's just the way it worked out. The good Lord just worked it all out because Jeff's here with us today. Because honestly, he was a huge part of this, and he can attest to this. I've been dreaming this up in my mind for at least three years, at least, going on forward. This is going to be the fourth year that we've been dreaming this up and, and talking about uh, uh, like a huge gator contest because it's just – We've got the Gator Fest, and the Gator Fest is great. You know, they're all – can I have a few of those? Thank you. The uh, – um, and I would never do anything to compete, and I've already talked to the people that run the Gator Fest. Like, we're, we're not competing. We all are in the same boat. Like, we want to promote uh, Gator hunting, Gator Fest, all that. But uh, there's just a – there's a void in the market. We just need something that's uh, a great – a great – uh, promotion for gator hunting in Texas. So, something to spice it up. Sir? Something just to spice it up. Spice it up, baby. Extra spicy. We need that extra spicy gator. Yeah. So, me and Jeff were, uh, you know, sitting there talking about it, and we actually came up with the name like two years ago. We oh. really did. Like, yeah, it, it was. It was two, it about was like two, two years, years ago. ago. We came yeah, up with the name. There. We were sitting there. Because, uh, you know, I've got the shirt that says uh, – Eligarto, because uh, we talked about that. You know, they got the Los Cazadores and all that stuff, and we're talking about a big gator. And I, I start the the uh, El Legarto, if you look up, like, Wikipedia, that's how the alligator got its name. El Legarto means the lizard, and we've got shirts. Ashley actually designed the logo for the El Legarto. And on the back of it, and you'll see a lot of our shirts, every one of them that says, how long is your lizard, because... Eligarto means the lizard. It came from the Spanish. So we kind of played around with that a little bit, and then we just finally got to the point where we were like, you know, I don't remember exactly how it happened, but when I said it or he said it or whatever it was, we looked at each other and we're like, that's it. No, you you call me about 4.30 in the fucking morning. <laughs> you go, I got it. <laughs> I got it. The Marsh <laughs> yeah, Master, Classic. Master Classic. And I was that's like, what it is. damn, because we had some – we had all kinds of crazy names. Oh, yeah. And you said that, and it's it's been Marsh Master Classic ever since. So, for about two years, we've been, like, hoarding and hiding this uh, yeah. this name. Name, idea. Yeah. And it, and it was, uh, you know, we've talked about it a couple of different ways, but the Marsh Master Classic, I, I mean, we went ahead, pulled the trigger, got the LLC. It's a done deal. So, that's what the Gator Contest name is going to be now. Look. We're still working on a logo. And I'll be honest with you, like, it has to be perfect. And I've told Jeff this, and we've talked about this. Like, we cannot we cannot have a gator contest of this caliber and it not be perfect. So, if I can't come up with the right LLC, or, or I'm sorry, if I can't come up with the right logo that's perfect, I'll skip another year. Like, it is what it is. Like, because... We're four years in the making. You know, like, it's got to be perfect because... You have the name, though, so that's the main thing. The right? name is the name, and yeah. and that's where we're at with it. Well, that's, um, that's really going to be the main thing. No, like, because you, you have that now copyrighted. You have all that. So no one can steal what the name of it is. Right. Like, exactly. no one's going to come up with the idea of, like, a logo of what you want. But Marshmaster Classic, I mean... That's it. That's cocky. I like it, and I'm glad that uh, <laughs> that's a uh, you know 
that's yours now. Right. So the the idea is, uh, you know, I don't know how much we elaborated on the last one, but the idea is a trappers tournament, and we're looking at uh, everything's not finalized. We would love to do something like the star tournament. So if you're going to go kill an alligator and you got one tag, you know, you can enter and win, right? So you can enter in, but, you know, you pull all that money. So if you got 500 people that enter that are going to go kill alligators or whatever, you can enter in your money. And then if you win it, you win. Like, you win the money. And uh, One tag or 20 tags? Well, not necessarily because the trappers part is 10 teams, 10,000 a team. Hundred thousand dollars. That's a hundred grand. So that's yeah. fifty, and you pay it out fifty, thirty, twenty. So you pay him fifty thousand, thirty, twenty, and then on top of that, we do it right here at the Crawfish Hideaway in Anahuac, Texas, a Calcutta. So, you know, the Crawfish Hideaway is going to be a. They're going to bid on a team. You know, they're going to bid on a team because well, I'm going to bid. We're going to buy a team. Hey, Porter's Processing is going to buy a team. I know Floyd's. Where you at, Floyd's? They're gonna buy one. Shoppers, John Deere. Where you at? Like all these big guys, they're coming. The Bayou and Dragons might. The have Bayou a Dragons are coming, baby. Oh man, y'all got to come out. During I mean, the Bayou Dragons ought to be. You know, during the final deal. Gator <laughs> Fest. Gator Fest has got yeah. a sponsor team. Hey, and all that money gets split up this the same way. Yeah. You know, it, it's uh, it doesn't go to the team; it goes to the sponsors. So, right? so you split that up. But uh, yeah, so. We're, Kind of break it now, like I know, the Marsh Master. Do you have? Is there going to be overall gator for the year on the Marsh Master, and then there's going to be teams. So, or is it just the trapping part of it? So I would no. So the trapping part is invitation only. So like I'm inviting ten teams. Now you can have four man teams. So okay. if you can pull your four teams, your four groups of tags. So you got shout out to my boy True Bro, uh, Troy Broussard. Uh, you know, he can he can create his own team. Yeah. Uh, you know, my my boys, Creel, uh, the Creels in Liberty, Housewares down in uh, Brazoria, you know, Calhoun County. Those guys can pull their team. Get their four people on their team and everybody split it twenty five hundred bucks. And then you do best we we're kind of trying to figure out if it's gonna be the five or the or ten gators. You know, I feel like you can get lucky and catch five big gators, ten gators. You got to really trap. Yeah, no. I, um, if if you're gonna ask for like, you know, if you're still in the process, I I definitely would say ten. I think ten, and I and I think ten's gonna weed out a bunch of people, like because getting ten tags by itself is relatively difficult to do in the state of Texas, unless you have a lot of land and like these these hunters that know what the hell they're doing, you know. Getting yeah. ten tags, you know, will be easy for them, but it'll weed out that other. Yeah, and it doesn't. And, and since it's a trappers tournament, you're right. So, but you do length times weight. So you you calculate the length and the weight. You times it kind of like square footage, obviously. And then because I have I have brought in alligators or processed alligators to like a twelve foot two alligator, and a twelve foot two and a half, and they're literally on the tables next to each other. And the twelve foot two and a half could eat the twelve foot two. It just that big body. He's a bigger, massive gator. He just eleven foot alligators that make a twelve foot alligator 
look like a baby. You yeah, know? yeah. It just they're, they're just huge. They're You're just, going off the of girth and length. You have to. You, <laughs> you have to. Yeah. You have to go off the of girth and length. You can't yeah. just go off of the length. <laughs> right. yeah. Size, size matters. Size doesn't matter, yeah. and it matters. matters. It matters so much. A lot of things, but especially gators. Yes, alligators definitely is what I was referring to. Exactly. Um, so, I mean, all that to be said, there's a few things that need to be worked out, but a lot of it is already worked out. But, like, getting the teams uh, to commit, obviously, because I, I, the gator world is kind of a small community. Because it's, it's a little bit uh, – you got landowners, you got trappers, you got everything. So – uh, it, it's it's going to be great, and we're going to bring in next year. We're going to be instead of being you know at the shop and bringing them in, we're going to be bringing them in up here. We're going to be making. Uh, it, is this open to Louisiana, or is this going to be a straight Texas deal? Because I know I know how the price of gators and all that shit is over at Louisiana. I know that a lot of them are wanting to come to Texas. Would that be an open invitation, like to you know some some good teams from over there? I would have to get enough interest for it to be, you know, something, you know. It, at first, it would probably have to be separate divisions. Louisiana and Texas. Yeah, it separate. would have to be separate divisions. Um, I've got some really good friends over there. I buy alligators from over there. Um, but, you know, it would be something that you'd have to – because those guys, like I said, Louisiana – Alligators, crawfish, all that. It's a business. And uh, those guys, they get 65 tags. Yeah. 85 tags. And they don't pay for those tags. Like, in Texas, we pay a CITES tag. Yeah. CITES tag fee. What's up, Rusty? The uh, – <laughs> so, we uh, we don't – so, we um, – yeah, don't hey, get back on track. Yeah, come on. <laughs> we end up be professional. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. So we end up uh, if they if they don't pay a CITES tag fee, and you know they get four guys, they could have five hundred tags to, to work with to work 10. with because it, it's you don't have to designate each individual tag. Because I don't want to cut loose. A lot of these guys that are trappers are running guided hunts, so I don't want to cut their. I don't want to cut that from them. A guided hunt, you enter that. You enter your top ten gators. Yeah. So you take a guided hunt. That's fine. The goal would be that they would enter that person, that one guy that's entering. He's going on a gator hunt. Now he enters into the, you know, the like we would talk about the star tournament. You go pay your money at the beginning, and then. Now you are you can win. That's you, gonna be a that's gonna be a, a bigger deal, I think. Uh, I mean, you're you're talking about the star tournament, which is like the biggest. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, it, I think that would take a few years to get to that point of where people sign up ahead of time. Yeah, but I think maybe for the first year you have people. It's just trappers. Well. Well, trappers, but if you want to enter in a good gator, like if someone kills like an 11-foot gator, they pay if they give you 200 bucks to enter that gator in. They're not guaranteed to win or not, you know, and get it to where it's like, okay, next year there's interest, people will pay beforehand. Because I don't know if you – like. No, I agree. I agree. And the, and the whole thing is, is, is too, like, 
you, you go catch, like David Fontenot. Shout out to David. Like, he caught a 14-foot gator. That's the biggest gator we've ever processed at, in, uh, at Porter's. Yeah. The other one's a 1310, and it's been there for like 15 and a half years. So, you go catch a 14-footer, of course he's going to enter. So, if if he enters a 14-footer, he entered that before Gator Fest. So, the first week, so nobody else is going to pay. No. Nobody else is going to walk up there and pay for 11 foot. Well, I'll go ahead and pay. Maybe I'll win. You know, so it's like, yeah, you got to – you got to tweak that, right? So you do. You have to figure it out. Yeah. But like, I don't. I just don't think there's enough uh, time yet. Maybe some people that are for sure like signed up hunting, like guided trips beforehand. Yeah. Like the, and that's something you're gonna have to get with like the the guides from around here. Be like, hey, offer this up yeah. also to the people that are paying to hunt if they want to enter in a gator. If you know, if we get them, a well, good they one. sign all their people up, right? They sign up. They ask them when they book a hunt. They, hey, do you want to enter the contest? Yeah. And if they say, yeah, okay, it's going to be an additional 150 bucks, right? So they pay their 150 bucks because you might you might catch the winner, right? And you yeah. might get all your money back plus some. Yeah. So yeah, I agree with you. It's not there yet. I think you focus on the trappers part, and that's why it's taken us four years to yeah. figure this out because yeah. we've talked about this because yeah. we go we'll go down there like Jimmy Sylvia's Calcutta and all that like. We've sit there and just talked about how do we make this, how do we get this out there, you know, and, and this is the best way that I've, I've found, we have found that, you know, make it just a trapper's tournament. It's basically guides that are going to go catch the gators. They got, you know, 50, 60, 70 tags. They can go and hunt. They know what they're doing. They're going to bring in good gators, let them weigh in their top ten, whether they killed them with a client or not. And let's just get some interest going, and then let's see where it goes. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely think the Trappers thing's the way to go year one. I think you should try to implement the, you know, you're going to have to come up with a different name. Well, I guess the Marshmaster, this. Amateur. Amateur. The Marshmaster <laughs> Amateur. The Novice. Yeah. Division. The Novice, novice Division where so, people pay, you know, it, it yeah. might be one person, it might be. 50 people that, you know, right. do a guided hunt that year. They pay $150 extra or whatever it is that y'all decide on. And then yeah. the biggest one of the year just takes the money. Hey. No, no that's first, it. And no, that's what you want. There's no, there's no first, second, third. No, fuck it's like that. Whoever. Yeah. Whoever. Uh, let's have that. So, the, uh, so oh, hold on just a second. Oh, are we talking about alligators and this is the guy that brought the 14-footer? No, 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 no. I'm saying okay. shout-out to David to the camera. Oh, okay. He ain't never caught no damn alligator. No, no I mean, that's what nah, I'm saying. This would be weird if that's yeah, the guy. That no, it ain't, it ain't. It ain't. Okay, all right. I'm following you. No, he didn't. You, uh, you pointed. I, didn't know I was pointing was at the camera. camera or shout-out to David. David, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I will say That'd this, That'd be bizarre. Man. No, 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 no. I will say this, man. Every platter I was served, crawfish-wise, outstanding, um... Very flavorful, very good crawfish, man. Truly enjoyed every plate I had. <laughs> that was fantastic. Really was. And, I, Casey, we're going to have multiple before season starts. You know, we're going to, you know, every time you start getting down on some, you know, more stipulations and rules and how you're going to run this tournament, we'll get you on and we'll talk about it. Because there's a lot of people that follow us that want to gator hunt. Oh, it's yeah. starting to become like gator hunting was up here. And then you said the downfall. It goes, you know, popular popularity and gator hunting starting to climb back up. Climb back up. Like, and that's what we want. So, and and like we talked about before, I want to get 
some of the contestants or some of the people that are going to be in it, like Troy Broussard. I know he's going to be in it. Like you probably Grills, the Housewives, uh, you know, you got CFO, Wow, like all those guys, Harlan Hatcher, and yeah, all those all guys. those guys that are that are interested that want to be in it, like get them on here. Let's talk about it because we really need to talk about. <clears throat> there's things that well, I've been thinking about it for years, but they're going to be in in a minute of talking about it. They're going to be like, "What about this?" I'm going to be like, "Oh shit!" Like, "What about that?" What are we going to do about that? Like, how do we how do we level the playing field? So I. I think we've we've thought enough about it where the length times weight equals the playing field in a lot of ways because um, we're just looking for the biggest gator. You know, the biggest gator. When you look at it, you're like, oh, my God. Like, that's a beast. Yeah, that's a sure enough. But cool, man. Um, is there anything else you're wanting to plug? I mean, we kind of talked about your uh, – I'm, I'm, Oh, I'm going to hop at Jeff real quick. We've talked about all your different places. The Crawfish Hideaway, y'all need to definitely check them out. They are on Instagram, too, Crawfish Hideaway. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I, would say, I would say this, like, um, as starting out, just we're in Anahuac, 400 Miller Street, Anahuac, Texas, 77514. 400 Miller Street, Anahuac, Texas, 77514. It's easy to get to us right here in downtown. The parking lot's not huge. It's not big. You know, we got to think, you know, eight cars, you know, maybe 16 people, you know, two, maybe eight people. Just come in, come see what we got going on. Uh, we've got, we got fried fish, fried shrimp, boiled shrimp. We got sausage. We're going to start doing po' boys. Uh, our our schedule's going to change a little bit. We're going to, we're probably not going to open Tuesday and Wednesday nights anymore. We're going to open Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all day. So 11, uh, 11 to 9, uh, Thursday through Saturday, 11 to 8 on Sunday. So <clears throat> come see us. Check it out. You won't find a better crawfish. You will not find a better crawfish anywhere. And if you like spicy, we got it. If you like extra spicy, we got it. If you just like crawfish, go meet the regular Whatever it is, we got you covered. Hell yeah. You got anything to add to that, Jeffrey? Well, I think we've covered a lot. But, <laughs> uh, you know, one one thing that we are doing over at the uh, 565. And here, too. I know what you're fixing to say. What? what? Oysters. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, Jerry we're, doing, we're doing Jerry Seafood Oysters, you know, fresh. We built a uh, little oyster bar. Right out in the middle of the dining area, because uh, you know if you if you go and get a dozen oysters on the half shell, and you can't see them, bust them open and uh, shuck them right in front of you, you know maybe you ought to think twice about it. There's a lot of frozen IQF stuff. I'm not I'm not knocking it, but I'm saying if you want the real deal, they're gonna bust them right there in front of you, and serve you right there in front of you. They, oh, yeah. You know, we, we get them we get them daily, right. so it's a and, and it and it's taken off. You know, and it it's a good quality product. Just one thing else we want to add to Perfect. to our place. So look, there. I don't I'm not I don't have the oyster bar that this man has. I mean, he's got a little bit more space than I do. I mean, it's badass. I mean, he's got a sign up there, dude. Y'all got to check it out if you want to go eat some oysters. He's got the shit. But look, 
We're going to serve those uh, Jerry Seafood oysters, and they will be shucked when you order them. I just don't have the oyster bar <laughs> yeah. now. So you might not be able to see it, but it's a, the point is, is like, that's coming from, like, the shell to you. Like, fresh. busting them open, they're fresh. Mm. Like, the liquor that's in them comes straight from that oyster. Like, in, it, in its own... Amen. Hell yeah, brother. Well, we're running low yeah. on time, man. We truly enjoyed coming out here and visiting with you guys and learning a lot about the crawfish business and eating some top-notch crawfish, man. That's about it. I mean, we're, we'll we'll sit down and have uh, some more conversation later on coming soon. So we appreciate y'all's time. Thank all the listeners for uh, tuning in. And, uh, yeah. Come get your bug on. Hey, yeah. Yeah, come get, come your, get your bug on. Come get your bug on. <laughs>